0: Silver bells, silver bells,
1: Batman smells, Batman smells,
0: and Robin laid an
1: egg. Batmobile lost its wheel, and the Joker got away. (laughs) Don't ask why this tree's a rocket.
0: Christmas listeners, welcome to episode 16 of the Laser Comb Podcast. Uh, This is the third week in our current uh, Christmas month where we are reviewing uh, Christmas themed episodes of random TV shows as chosen by Twitter polls. I'm one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. Hi, I'm Neocal. And this week on the Lasercom podcast, we are covering episodes eleven and twelve of the fourth season of Married with Children, uh, a show that I, uh, a show that ran from nineteen eighty seven to nineteen ninety seven for a full. Uh, 11 seasons, uh, comprised of 259 episodes This is a show that I grew up watching as someone who I was born in 1985. So I was a kid in the early nineties. The show was not appropriate for me to be watching in like 1991, 1992, but God damn it. I watched it anyway. And I fucking loved it. I have a lot of nostalgia for this show, uh, but, uh, yeah, so Christmas-themed episodes, as I mentioned, episodes 11 and 12 of season 4. They are the episode overall. What are they? Uh, I
1: can't remember what we...
0: Episodes 68 and 69. Nice. Nice. A merry Miss.
1: A merry nicemas. A merry nice-mas.
0: Uh, so these episodes are called uh, It's a Bundyful Life. Uh, part one and part two, uh, nice little parody of "It's a Wonderful Life," which uh, not not episode one, but episode two of this two-parter uh, kind of uh, parodies the, the 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 format of the the movie, the Christmas classic, if you will. "It's a Wonderful Life," which right. fun fact I've never seen it in its entirety.
1: Oh, in its entirety, one of those things that's always on like a cable channel when you were growing up.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it, it was always never on TV Caught at the beginning. It was always on TV at some some relative's house in uh,
1: when you're a child on Christmas morning. Uh, same with. Uh, uh, what's the kid with the, the BB gun? Um, oh, a Christmas story. Y- yes. I always caught that like 10 minutes in to 10 minutes out. Never Same. in I, its entirety. I, I, yeah,
0: I, I I, haven't seen the movie. I, I haven't seen that movie in its entirety, like, I don't think ever. Maybe when I was like four or five years old, when I was really, really young. I have a, I have I've a pieced it I, together. I've pieced I, it together. I, <laughs> I have a friend who tells me that uh, that's complete sacrilege.
1: And I'm like, well, what do you want from me, lady? Well, if you piece <laughs> it together... All the parts i've seen i've seen it like 10 times but just not in its entirety i've seen the begin first 15 minutes like 20 times i've seen the the last like hour like 10 times so we we've basically watched it right uh
0: sure uh it's (laughs) no uh it's no classic in the the vein of uh national lampoon's christmas vacation that's all i'm gonna say
1: no my, classic like um my personal the favorite. santa claus starring tim allen uh
0: also one of my personal favorites uh those two uh those two films honestly are probably like the most consistent uh rewatches for me every holiday season i've already watched christmas oh. vacation twice in the past couple
1: months i knew you liked santa claus but i wasn't i didn't realize it was like one of your
0: Oh it, yeah, go to's it, Yeah, it's top tier for me. I I love the Santa Claus, uh. But that's not what we're talking about here today on the Lysagome podcast. No, we are talking about Married with Children. Uh, so a little bit about what uh Married with Children is about. Uh, Married with Children was a comedy, a sitcom, uh, three camera sitcom, uh, as was common uh, at the time, uh, live studio audience. Uh, it uh, aired on Fox. It was one of it was one of the original, original, like, um, it was one of the first original programs on the, the Fox network, which was at the time in American television and, uh, listeners, I'm saying this as a Canadian. So, uh, this is all, this is going to be purely academic for me. Um, but, uh, American television, uh, going in leading into the 80s was not uh dominated by the the big three of network uh television networks uh cbs nbc and abc uh fox comes along in the mid 80s as a startup to become uh the fourth fourth major network and uh they ended up uh hitting it big with uh shows like this shows like the simpsons kind of cemented them uh I believe this aired on Sunday nights uh, along with the Simpsons. So, and typical, uh, typical network TV at the time. Anyway, uh, sitcoms would air during the week, uh, never on the weekends, usually yeah. Monday to Thursday. Uh, and then, uh, uh, networks tried experimenting with that. Like I think NBC in the nineties had, uh, TGIF. So they had their, uh, Friday night programming block, which was, uh, which was unusual for the time, and Fox carved out their own niche by doing uh, half-hour sitcoms on Sunday nights, which...
1: Ah, so began the family Sunday evening watching TV. Uh, which
0: which uh, still continues to this thing. day. Like, I think uh, The Simpsons and Family Guy and, like...
1: New what... episodes are
0: Sundays. yeah Yeah, uh, any of... Uh, Seth McFarlane's like fifty other shows that he has going on at any given time. Uh all air on, a lot Fox of projects. on Sundays. Yeah, yeah. Um uh show was a show was a big hit. It was very controversial because uh if if you go back, like it's the show's kind of tame by today's standards, especially when you start looking at like a lot of comedies that we see on, uh, on cable networks, but for uh, network TV, free network over the air television, especially for the mid eighties, the show wa- was quite, uh, the, the content being presented was quite unusual to, to get like crass, like kind of PG 13 level content on free uh, American family yeah. television. Um, I love this show. Uh, I loved it when I was a child. Uh, Off-air, Cal had mentioned that this show was just a little beyond him when he was a child. But no, it me... wasn't beyond me.
1: I just didn't Sorry. like it. Oh, fair <laughs>
0: enough. Um, I absolutely adored this show when I was a kid. Like, I, I have a lot of fond memories of being, like, seven years old in 1992, watching this show in prime time, like, at my grandfather's house, uh, while... My mom and my grandma were off like playing bingo. <laughs> yeah, for, I guess thing. it was
1: just um it was like kind of slow and predictable, and everyone's just mean. There were just just losses and no wins, and I didn't have time for that. I had video games and like bikes to ride and like rocks to throw at other kids, you know. <laughs>
0: Uh yeah yeah I mean like I I had those things too but I just I I gravitated to toward this show. Um, I come from a very uh, a, a very mean spirited family, mm. just in general. They, they they'll never admit to it, but they're all pretty mean mean spirited people, um, and I think uh, I. I even watching this now, like I just uh, rewatched these episodes uh, maybe two hours ago uh, prior to recording. Even now watching this show, like I th- there there there's something about it that I just connect with.
1: I, I it's one of those things. It's like Seinfeld. A lot of people are like, eh, "I never really liked Seinfeld." Yeah, I and they'll watch it in their 30s either. and they go, "Wait, I'm having the opposite." Like a fact, I'm like, oh, well, maybe, maybe I would like this now that I'm, now that I'm older. Uh, whereas when I was young, I loved Seinfeld.
0: Yeah, I never, I never got into Seinfeld. Uh, my, my sister, uh, shout out to her. Uh, she, she's undoubtedly not listening to this, but shout out to you, Bonnie. Uh, she's a big, uh, a big Seinfeld fan. Oh, is she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we uh, we we almost reviewed an episode of Seinfeld on this on this very podcast for uh, for Christmas month. So, uh, maybe maybe next year. Maybe it'll go on a, a future poll at some point on Twitter. Uh, yeah, I'm so a big what... fan of the uh, the uh, the Festivus episode, as you know. <laughs> yes, indeed. So, what the show is about? The show is about uh, uh, the the Bundys a family living in Chicago. Weirdly enough, there were a lot of uh, TV and movies based in set in Chicago around this time.
1: Like the 80s every even movies.
0: Yeah. Roseanne, another sitcom from uh, that uh, aired around the same time as uh, married with children was also set in Chicago. The home alone movies were set in Chicago
1: home alone. Um, uh, breakfast club. Yeah, I, I'm not is it, sure is in Chicago. Yeah.
0: yeah, I'm not sure what it was, what the fascination with Chicago was in uh, in American media in the 1980s. But uh, well, uh, so yeah, it's about the Bundy family, uh, lower middle class family living in the uh, living in the suburbs of Chicago. Uh, uh, the 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 patriarch of the family is uh, Al Bundy. Uh, played by Ed O'Neill, he's a uh, women's shoe salesman, and they like their house is kind of gaudy and like not—it's kind of ugly looking b- by design, of course. But like, I kind of wonder it. though. I'm like, how does a women's shoe salesman who they joke makes like minimum wage frequently throughout the series? I'm like, how the fuck does he pay for a house that big? Like, it's ugly, and it looks like shit, but it's a pretty, ah, pretty damn big house. Hello,
1: dear millennial. <laughs> um, my aunt supported, like, she didn't have a, her partner, her partner was in, uh, just wasn't, wasn't there, and um, right. supported uh, my grandma, her mom, so, like, and her two kids. Two-story house, big-ass backyard. Don't know what to tell you, that's just how it used to be. My dude. <laughs> if you're somewhat responsible with but I, I get your point though. Like
0: it his it wife doesn't work. What 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 is the quote? It, it it isn't always like they say it is, but sometimes
1: it do. People don't think it'd be like it is, but it do. But it do, right.
0: Actual quote from a uh uh former uh uh Major League Baseball player.
1: That's yeah, my favorite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Actual thing uh, he said on uh uh, he said in a newspaper newspaper article when he was being interviewed. I looked into
1: this a little while ago. I was like, yeah. "Wow, wow, that Let's was an look actual into thing." The, the meme behind the the dream. The uh, meme <laughs> <laughs> behind the so, dream. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: <laughs> uh, what? So, so yeah so uh yeah yeah you said he, his wife uh, Peggy, who is paid, Peggy. played by um <laughs> uh, uh, Katie Siegel, who would later go on to be the voice of um Leela in Futurama, uh, a show you're very fond of, I believe very
1: uh, my, uh, my partner walked in when I was watching this earlier and it's just like why is her why does she sound like I'm like Leela from Futurama? Yeah, because she's the voice actress for Leela from Futurama. <laughs> uh, she, like, oh. <laughs> uh,
0: she later also went on to have a recurring ro- role in uh, one of my favorite TV shows of all time, The Shield. Right. Which um, maybe we'll cover a random episode of on this podcast at some point. But honestly, I'd kind of rather just do a podcast dedicated to that show in its entirety at some time down the road. Right, uh, but, right. but but yeah, she she had a recurring role on the shield as well. Uh, yeah, she doesn't work, so stay at home I, wife. Stay stay at home wife, but also doesn't cook. But but also doesn't cook or clean, and that's a frequent uh, joke, recurring joke in the mm-hmm. show. Uh, they have two kids, uh, Bud, played by uh, can't remember his name right now off the top of my head, and uh, he's kind of a uh sarcastic uh kind of a, he he's presented as being kind of a loser like he he's smart-ish like he's kind of clever and cunning in his own right at times yeah but yeah he he's kind of presented as being a loser and in later seasons uh, uh a running joke is that he can't get laid
1: oh once he gets old. Yeah.
0: Because once he gets older, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh because by the time the uh this show as I mentioned ran for eleven seasons. So by the time the show uh ended, like the the yeah, kids are both, both grown. Quite a bit. Yeah, they're both grown adults by the time the the show ends. Uh and uh his sister, who is played by uh Christina Applegate, whom I've I'm a huge fan of. I think Christina Applegate is a as is a national treasure as a comedic actress. And she's um... uh She's great in this show. Like she she definitely gets better as she gets older, but she's still great in this show in her own right. She's on a show on uh, Netflix currently, um opposite uh I can't remember her name now, but she's in um as a recurring role in the MCU as Hawkeye's wife. Uh Linda right. Cardellini think might be anyway so christina applegate has a show on netflix called dead to me uh starring opposite her uh which is uh really really good uh check that out i believe it's been renewed for a third and final season
1: um maybe this is uh, a little telling but as a kid and as a teenager and just like growing up alongside the show never found the daughter attractive Always found the mom attractive. Uh, Yeah, I mean, yeah. When I I was a teenager, I was like, man, he's not like doing his wife. Someone's doing his wife. It's not (laughs) him, but.
0: (laughs) Uh, A couple uh, uh, rounding out the the cast is uh, uh, Peggy, Al and Peggy's next door neighbors, the Rhodes family, Steve and Marcy. The normal people the normal people um, <laughs> and what the show kind of does is it like it portrays like right from the beginning it portrays them as being very stereotypically normal and just being like completely like off put by how crass and uh, real for lack of a better word uh the Bundy family is but over time the show kind of starts revealing that the roads are just as fucked up as the Bundy's are they just keep it behind closed doors
1: dives into uh the side characters more as it establishes the the world yeah, yeah.
0: uh watching uh, watching the show as an adult uh I'm actually a big fan of Steve just in general <laughs> as a character yeah <laughs> uh i think i think steve rhodes is pretty great unfortunately he he leaves the series at some point uh i think not too long after this uh interestingly enough the the guy who plays the uh replacement husband for peggy she gets remarried right she gets well, well, we'll get into it. But we'll then, get
1: into that. Okay. The
0: actor who plays the Peggy's husband in his like angel, angelic dream sequence in part two of this episode, yeah, actually yeah. ends up uh, returning to the show to play Marcy's new husband. He repla- that I actor, thought that actor. He
1: looked familiar. That I'm actor, like... re- that actor
0: replaces Steve in the show as uh, Jefferson. <laughs> so when I was watching this earlier, I, I was I like, like I was like, wait, what the fuck, <laughs> Jefferson?
1: Right, because having watched it all, when you come back, it's like, wait, who is this guy? I, I'm like,
0: oh, I'm like, oh, that that that's the actor who plays Jefferson. What's he doing here? I guess he made an impression on the uh, the people behind this show.
1: Interesting that genetically, him and Peggy's uh, uh, that's kids exact, are
0: exactly the same. That's exactly what I was thinking early. <laughs> they we'll live in it, the exact. We'll, c- we'll, we'll we'll get into that. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so the, the show is kind of just about, like, the the misadventures that the Bundy family get into, and usually how they end up roping their next-door neighbors into their bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so.
1: Bless their it, hearts.
0: Bless their hearts. Uh, so it's A Bundy Full Life, uh, parts one and two. They originally aired on December 17th, 1989. They are, uh, episode, as I mentioned, episodes 11 and 12 of season four and, uh, episode 68 and 69. Nice. Overall and <laughs> married with children. Uh, so part one, uh, opens up with, uh, uh, Al family com- just
1: lounging as yeah,
0: usual. Fa- uh, family, just lounging as usual. Uh, Al comes home and. Uh, gets in like typical banter with uh with his family and yeah it's christmas time and uh, al uh, uh, mentions to peggy he's like yeah so you know like what uh those you know what those christmas clubs are and she makes some comment about it being like uh, like uh,
1: a, thing a shitty savings account
0: a, a shitty savings account that like losers put money into that gets them two percent interest instead of five percent interest and uh al's like yeah
1: yeah <laughs> so I
0: have one of those <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> already I'm like this is why I like this show <laughs> uh, um I
1: think what was off-putting for me and it's it's still a barrier of entry for me is <clears throat> it's the, the, the show revolves around constantly digging at each other to such an extent that it starts to border on the very unrealistic for me. Like it's just joke after joke after joke after joke it's- about... To be, fair, to, <laughs> to be fair
0: to each other. To be fair, what I was watching this earlier, I'm like, this is a very uh, abusive and toxic family environment.
1: <laughs> but there's but like a lightly one. It's just they keep it up. <laughs>
0: but but to me there's just there's something really relatable about all of this, which I mean, I guess that says something about my family life, but <laughs>
1: the real to- the real abusive or toxic um, like family Is a lot more stressful and less like jovial. This is like lighthearted, like ribbing, but constant. So I I found it a little. um, It's like people complain about family guy having like the same joke and like running with it too long. That's kind of like the entirety of Uh, married with
0: children. That is a complaint that I myself have of Family Guy. I have that same uh, problem with South Park <laughs> as well. Uh, I don't have that issue here with this show.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it, it is here in it is here in broad strokes. Um, when's the last time you watched South Park? Uh,
0: I watched their pandemic special last year.
1: I, I did not. Uh, I've been told to go and watch it.
0: <laughs> uh, I thought very little of it, if I'm being perfectly honest. Take that,
1: South Park. No, but um, I, I, apart from just, I'm not just here to complain about it. Um, I liked, like, uh, I found myself enjoying this. And I was like, oh, and I would not have like 10, 15 years ago. Um, so... Well, uh to give you
0: an idea how much I enjoy this show, I actually own the entire series on iTunes. You do? You uh, because do. Cuz I uh not even realizing that there were 259 episodes of this, I one night, uh admittedly while well, I was intoxicated, uh bought a com- I bought a complete series pass of uh the show on iTunes because it was on sale for 29.99. And I'm like, "Wow, all of Married with Children?" For thirty bucks, sure. Why not? Give and given <laughs> that I only watch the like a couple of episodes of this at a time, like here and there, like mm-hmm. this is going to last me years. Like I'm, it's going to take me years to get through all of this.
1: Yeah, I. It's one of those shows that it's not bingeable, but I don't mean that in like a bad way.
0: Well, it's not designed to be.
1: Yeah, exactly. nothing was back then.
0: No, nothing was back then. It's designed to be easily digestible. uh, And that's how episodic TV was, honestly, until like the the early 2000s in the era of like cable dramas, serialized cable dramas, basically. Uh, It's designed to be something that you can just like sit down and watch a random episode of and understand exactly what's going on. Understand <Scan> what's
1: order. going on. You don't need to have seen the five episodes preceding it.
0: It's why Law and Order is structured the way it is. And that's like that's just how network TV was built. It's still how network TV is designed built.
1: And um, I and I there's some power to that. And we've ranted about this probably plenty of times, but there's power to that because sometimes you just want to watch something and it be a whole story. Right. You don't want like you can't watch season two, episode five of Game of Thrones and go, oh cool, and then yeah, like, <laughs> off for yeah, yeah <laughs> and then yeah. like at, like you know go uh, without asking a hundred questions and something happens and this is why that design was kind of smart. If you miss an episode or a two of something where the plot is what's the term uh, serialized or serialized?
0: Uh, this is episodic serialized is something like game of thrones.
1: Yeah. So if you, if you miss an episode or two of something that serialized, you want to stop until you can catch up. So you lose viewer base like viewers. Yeah.
0: Well, and then like, uh, shows like that episodic TV shows like this were, uh, designed around the idea that people have lives. Yeah. Pe- people's li- <laughs> yeah. people's lives don't revolve around like making sure that they catch the next episode of Law and Order, you know, Mondays at 8 every Good. single week.
1: Good summary, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> uh so be because people have lives and do other things that don't necessarily revolve around watching television at a specific time, uh you 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 have to make TV that is designed. So if you just happen to catch it on a random Monday night at eight o'clock that you're going to be able to sit and enjoy it and watch the whole thing and feel fulfilled.
1: And indeed, even though this is a, a two parter they they're both fine. If you, if you miss the other one, yeah, they're, uh, in, indeed, they're, they're part surprisingly two says, last alone. time. Yeah. Even <laughs> part two is like last time I'm married with children. And it just shows you like three scenes. And it's like, not enough money for Christmas. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Boom. Yeah, and I'm so, like, was uh, that necessary? <laughs> but so, that's part of the humor of the show, the show. So to
0: blow through episode one, because episode yeah. one is relatively, like, to the overall plot, overall arc of this two-parter, episode, what goes on in episode one isn't all that important.
1: No, it's it hits the beats. Um, neighbors come over, like you mentioned. Um of uh, the,
0: the... Uh, al mentions because he is saved so uh going back to the yeah, uh, yeah beginning of the episode al mentions that he has saved up a whole bunch of money we later find out that it's 280 dollars which is comical unto itself
1: a whole year who yeah i mean that's yeah. that's more than zero i guess but
0: it is yeah i mean i'd be happy with 280 dollars right now right um But yeah, so uh, Al has saved up some money with this, like, shitty savings account that he has opened up. And he announces that uh, it's going to be a truly Bundy Christmas because he is going to buy the family Christmas gifts this year. Hell yeah. So we, uh, we, we, it's implied that that's not a a regular thing that that goes on.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Denny's is. Yeah, their're
0: okay so their annual uh their annual um uh Bundy uh Denny's Christmas feast yeah which uh, maybe ch- kind of made me chuckle because uh and I don't know I haven't mentioned this on the podcast before but like I've talked about this privately with just about everyone I know. I'm sure I've talked about it with you Cal. My family um <laughs> <laughs> in Canada there is a chain of restaurants called White spot. There sure is. <laughs> there sure is. Uh it's very much on the level of Denny's. It's like it's only like one step above fast food. It's like it's like sit-down fast food, essentially. On the
1: top totem pole, right, there's like McDonald's, then the expensive, then Wendy's, then expensive fast food like KFC and Dairy Queen. Right. Yeah. Then there's Denny's, and barely above that is White Spot.
0: Yeah, White Spot is very much, uh, and they're all over Canada. I I think it's a strictly uh, Canadian uh, you establishment. You get
1: the big pirate boat; it's it's a hoot for the whole but, but,
0: but, but, Yeah, it's fun for the whole family. <laughs> but, but but yeah, White Spot is very much like low class eating, and um, that that was not my impression of uh, of White Spot when I was growing <laughs> up. Because oh, my, same. My my family uh, always treated White Spot like it was the holy grail of, like, fancy-ass places <laughs> to go. Like, I've even heard uh, my grandfather uh, say that, like, oh, you, you put on a dress shirt and tie when you go to, to White Spot. And I'm like, really? Really?
1: So, so when so, did you start looking behind the curtain? Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to... Uh, so... so
0: this episode, them, like, treating Denny's like it's this, like, annual, like, Christmas, like, fancy excursion, really hit home for me. <laughs> because, not because of Denny's, but because of White Spot.
1: For us, it was KFC.
0: <laughs> and my, oh, and also my my mom, uh, in particular, would always complain. We we went to White Spot occasionally when I was a child. Uh, only for special occasions, of course. Of course, yeah. Yeah, and you, you made sure you, you put on dress shirt and tie it's
1: like going uh, to church god damn it <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: my my mom would always complain that white spot was so expensive and like as an adult like go who and i i eat out at restaurants quite regularly it's part of the reason why i'm broke all the time because i spend so much money on eating out because i really like going dining out um but going to restaurants a lot as an adult and then going to white spot i'm like it's fucking cheap you can get like I lunch. can't even tell
1: you what how you expensive get, it is. I you can, been can get lunch forever.
0: for like. You can get a burger and fries and a drink for like twelve bucks. Actually, yeah. Canadian. <laughs> yeah, Canadian. So I'm like, wow, this is what th- this is fine dining in my my, my low class family. So uh, I kind of like Denny's
1: nice.
0: more. Uh, I'm not a fan of either of them personally,
1: but. <laughs> Uh, for us, like the the big deal was uh, KFC. Did you know that like KFC is like cri- like Christmas time food in Japan? No, I didn't. Like a, it's like a they don't really understand what <laughs> this is speaking generally and jovially. They don't really understand Christmas, but they like the idea of it. And somehow KFC
0: got it uh, kind of kind of like Abed in uh,
1: Community. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's always they've always been a fan, and so like KFC and like chicken and gravy and stuff. And I see see the point. It's like turkey, right? right. Like turkey and, and gravy and whatever. Yeah. yeah, and so KFC and like bringing KFC with you and getting together and like eating it is like kind of like a, a thing in Japan because they don't have very strong Christmas. There is like Valentine's, right? You, like you know how here it's just like. Nobody takes it seriously and puts up valentines decorations and whatever. There's there's christmas decorations I, in Japan. I, I don't know. Day. I had
0: an ex who was like fucking rotundo for Valentine's Day. Okay, apart from
1: <laughs>
0: Really? Uh Kelly. Yeah, she was fucking rotundo for for Valentine's Day. Yeah. And so Sh- Sh-
1: shout out to my ex Kelly, terrible human being. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I had found out through watching media and talking um, with friends, uh, a lot of them moved back, Um, so very doubtful that they're watching this, but uh, Risa uh, Moiko, hello. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's kind of just like a, oh, on Christmas, we're going to go and hang out with blah, 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 and like eat KFC. They still do lights and trees and stuff like that, but it's not a... An integral, like take two weeks off of like work, right. and like spend thousands of dollars to go across the country and visit your relatives, kind of, kind of thing.
0: Well, if you're a if you're a millennial working retail, like taking time off around Christmas is basically taboo.
1: Basically taboo. How dare you? How dare you put your happiness above the bo- <laughs> uh,
0: Above the company, God. Above
1: the company's. Gosh, interests.
0: dang it. Um, I actually, this year uh, in particular, which at the time of recording, Christmas is like literally next weekend. Um, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day follow my regular days off. So I don't even get like an extra day off or anything. I'm just working my usual fucking work week. And then the following week, same old fucking work week. I'm like, huh. great. that That's cool. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks,
1: Calendar. You're welcome, Christopher. (laughs) It's me, (laughs) Calendar Man. Wait, isn't there an actual villain called Calendar Man? There sure is.
0: He's a Batman villain. Calendar. Uh, He uh, featured in uh, Batman The Long Halloween, which is one of the greatest Batman stories ever told. Uh, Huge, huge. I'm a huge, huge even with a Y huge fan of Batman the Long Halloween have been since the 90s the Long Halloween yeah uh it is one of the definitive Batman stories like basically like if you want to read like definitive Batman like read the Dark Knight Returns read Batman the Long Halloween and perhaps uh Batman Nightfall and uh Batman No man's Land. Those are pro like to me those are like all top tier Batman stories.
1: Oh I'll have to bug you about that uh, later maybe I'll check them out on Comixology.
0: Yeah, uh, highly highly, highly recommend Batman the Long Halloween. There's been element elements of that uh, that story because it's nowadays it's just available as like one like big like trade paperback. but originally it was published as 12 issues. so it was a Maxi series. Uh, okay. Elements of that series were uh, uh, served as the inspiration for uh, Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy, especially um, the Dark Knight itself, the the second oh. film in the trilogy.
1: Ooh.
0: Okay, uh, it's light influences, but but uh, it's yeah, there. Yeah. Batman and the Long okay. Halloween.
1: Today I learned. So, uh, are we at n- the part where um, Al's wife is in her like sexy? uh like christmas outfit (laughs) uh sure sure we'll go there (laughs) oh they hide from their neighbors right because they're afraid they're
0: carolers yeah (laughs) uh uh, uh, itunes is being stupid for me right now so i don't have the episodes in front of me so i'm kind of just going by memory
1: oh okay yeah well you probably got it um they hide from would-be carolers it's their neighbors as we've discussed, right? Um, right. Turns out that uh, an ongoing theme, like you had already pointed out, is um, what's his name? Is um, like a mama's boy.
0: Uh yeah, yeah. Steve. Steve. It's uh, he. He's he's a um, uh, he's a straight arrow, straight edge type. Yeah. And uh, he he announces that he's going home for the holidays, and uh, there's uh his wife marcy mentions that he's a bit of a mommy's boy and he protests that but then there's a honk he's like oh that must be my taxi but then his mom yells out and his mom yells out to that she's there to pick him up and steve and marcy are about to kiss but as soon as he hears that his mom is calling him he immediately pulls away from marcy and is like coming mother and dashes out the door i i actually thought that was funny <laughs> And uh, Marcy then laments about how she's going to be alone for for Christmas, as Peggy is like trying to like push her out the door. And yeah, she's, she's like,
1: oh, oh, maybe I could spend it with like friends or something like that. And Peggy's like, well, goodbye.
0: Yeah, shuts the door on her, and then she's like, I feel so bad for Marcy. <laughs> See that kind, of, like that kind of humor, I
1: appreciate. Yeah. Um, and then we're kind of, like, in bed uh, with um, Alan Peggy. Alan Peggy. And um, she's in her tasteful Christmas present lingerie.
0: Yeah, she she's wearing a, like, nightgown that looks like... Um, uh, it is like, a green bow. It, yeah, it looks like red, like, wrapping paper with a big green bow covering her cleavage.
1: Yeah. And she's all like, oh, wow, like... Do you do you think maybe on this special occasion you can shower, brush the teeth, brush your teeth, any of that? You know what? That takes too long. Let me get the um, the bug spray or, or something like right, that. And right, right. Because like...
0: he's got like really, really wicked bo. Um, Al, so to in order to to uh, get all of these presents that uh, Al wants to or Al is planning to to buy for his wife and his kids. Uh he needs to go to the bank. But before we get there, um uh I think Peggy like goes into the bathroom or something like that. She 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 goes off off camera. And oh, uh, uh,
1: when it, when his kids come.
0: Yeah, yeah. So so Bud comes in the room and is basically like uh yeah, so uh, I I know that you are probably struggling to to figure out what to to buy for your kids, but just so you know, uh, uh, Kelly actually doesn't love you. So uh, maybe and you she's should never just...
1: loved you, but you know who does.
0: Yeah. This so may- so so maybe you should just buy gifts for me, and then he fucks off, and then uh, Kelly comes in. She knocks,
1: and, and Al immediately is like, "Yes, ke- come in, Kelly," because.
0: He just he knows. knows she's
1: coming. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I like that. Uh, so she comes in and uh, comes up with uh, uh, she. She takes a slightly different approach. She's like, "So I, I just found out that I'm sick, and uh, the doctors
1: called and said I'm dying. What, what is it? She says she's dying of. Um, t- she
0: and she says she doesn't say it's terminal. She says it's
1: terminus. Terminus. She's dying of terminus,
0: but but she she says that she's dying of a like particular illness, and she says Bulgaria, Bulgaria. Right, right. She says she's dying of Bulgaria.
1: So <laughs> fucking time. She I she's dying The ongoing th- theme is she's really dumb. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. She so she's dying of the nation of Bulgaria. Doctors say it's terminus, and the she only has until Christmas morning to live. Unless but she, but she will be cured. If she gets a $280 Christmas gift. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so, besides, and then she throws in for good measure. And besides like, Bud doesn't love you. I do. Yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. The kids yeah. really make it. Yeah. Yeah. The, the...
0: Uh, yeah. The, the whole ensemble of this show is, is pretty great. In my opinion, I, 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 I really like every character on this show, I- including the dog. Yeah, Buck. Yeah, they characterize the dog well. E- even the dog has a personality.
1: Like, uh, in the next morning, um, Al's gone to work, and uh, the kids are fending for themselves, and Bud is like, good morning, sister. Would you like, uh, what was it, um, um, toaster scrappings? And she's like, "Oh yes, of course." And he right. just holds it upside down and empties out all the crumbs. Right, as and someone... they lick their fingers and they right. lick it off of the fucking. Uh, so
0: Cal, me and you grew up, both grew up as poor <laughs> kids. I kind of not necessarily to this extent, but like the sentiment here, I kind of vibe
1: with. I vibed with that so hard. <laughs> like I said, we had. I I've never done literally that. Yeah, but like. <laughs> Replace that with like the powder at the bottom of the bags of cereal. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> I vibed with that pretty, pretty hard. And um, so Peggy, Peggy like, uh, eats something from the fridge, but it's rock hard and she throws it in the garbage, right? Because it's probably been in there for weeks, right? No, no,
0: she, no, she, she grabs something, it looks like a um, like a uh, sub or. It looks like a sub or a sandwich or something yeah. like that. And she takes a bite out of it and she mentions that she's so uh what is it? She's she's so like stressed out or something about this whole thing that Christmas, she can't even eat. That she can't even eat. So she throws it in the garbage, like right but, in front of her starving but, but children.
1: But the joke there is she bites into it first and it's either bad or it's rock hard. Then she throws it away and she says, I can't even eat. So right. it's 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 not. Either way, either if if it's bad or if it's not bad, and she just threw away food. See, in front see of her my takeaway,
0: cans. my my takeaway was. I think that. you're right. It, it was fine. She just is like, oh, I'm just so like distraught, distraught. over this. I can't th- even eat. I can't even eat. So she throws away this like perfectly like good bit of food. Like right you're right. In front
1: of her starving you're children, right. and her kids are like staring at the, uh, literally staring at the garbage can as she throws it away. <laughs> Fuck. I forgot that both of them were terrible. It's not just Al.
0: No, yeah, no, no. They're they're both awful people in their own <laughs> right. Like they're kind of perfect for one another. Yeah.
1: I <laughs> know uh, what happened. That's actually something
0: table? that the show explores, from what I remember explores in later seasons where um uh I think at one point in the show they actually split up for a little while, but they they, they, they got that. back they, they got back together because they kind of realized that they're both Oh, like, they just, hated
1: other Everyone yeah, they're,
0: else. they're they're both just as awful as each other and they 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 realize that they both like hate other the same people equally. Like they both
1: hate everyone equally. They're both easygoing and they hate other people and other people don't jive with them or they take it too personally and everyone right. else just sucks, yeah. Yeah. I always forgot that um she talked about uh Peggy talks about sex and Wick wears like house robes and and stuff like that very openly around her own kids.
0: Yeah, in the in the the scene we were just talking about where she like throws away the sandwich, uh, she's got Huge. some cleavage going on. Yeah. Which even when I was watching this earlier, I was like, "God damn, woman!"
1: Yeah, <laughs> and she makes sexual comments about her husband um you usually woefully uh, in front of her kids all the time um and then later on when they get older they they absolutely jump in on those sexually inadequate jokes <laughs> jokes too yeah just because
0: uh, the the there's a joke later on that uh, al makes that like really 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 made me laugh it's when he's uh uh, witnessing his family uh when he's with the 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 angel oh but, well I know yeah it involves uh, a football team yeah
1: <laughs> and uh, what happens here oh at the table they almost have like a Christmas revelation and they're like well shouldn't we try to get your father for something for Christmas instead of just wanting things from him
0: and uh I think Peggy says that that just um that just seems like too much work, or seems too stressful, or something.
1: Oh, that seems too stressful, and the holidays aren't supposed to be about that. Yeah. Now, where's course, your father so, with his pre- with the press? So they're 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 all just really selfish people. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it it's kind of amazing. Um. So all right,
1: let's busy uh, so to, to the yeah, store.
0: Yeah. So so to to move along, um. So Al, uh. He's at work. Uh, he he's at work. He, he gets delayed. Uh, he, he's doing a closing shift at the women's shoe store. He gets delayed because a bunch of customers come in and, um, uh, the, the crux here is that he needs to go to the bank to take out all this money that he has. this $280 that he had in the
1: savings account that he yeah. had
0: in the savings account. And so because he gets delayed, he's late getting to the bank, but he gets to the bank, like right at closing time. Yeah. And, uh, it's the bank that Marcy works at. Interestingly enough, you can tell it's the exact same set as the women's shoe store. I was they confused just, like, because they, I they...
1: thought this was a time skip and this was the shoe store.
0: Yeah, it's clearly the exact same set that they've just, like, changed some of the furniture of. I
1: I was yeah. confused for a second. I was like, oh, this is supposed to be the bank.
0: Yeah, this is the bank. It's in the same... And they're partying wallet. at the bank. Yeah, yeah, so they're, they're partying and... Uh, uh Marcy like takes a shot or something like that and passes out immediately. The joke in the or recurring joke in the show is that Marcy and, and Steve are big are big squares. So they're, she, and they're lightweights and yeah. yeah, so she takes like one drink and like passes out on the floor. And uh so Al isn't uh able to take out money uh to buy his family Christmas gifts. So yeah, he goes they're all home. drinking
1: eggnog partying and stuff. Yeah, he didn't make it in time. Yeah, so he goes home and
0: it uh, breaks the news to his family. Uh, there, there's a uh, there, there's a scene where he, where his family is like asking him things one by one.
1: Yeah, we're gonna yada yada the weird heist
0: that he does at the end of the first episode. Right. He has
1: like a, a a daycare heist that doesn't work. Yeah, because it like,
0: doesn't it doesn't contribute anything to the plot. It's actually kind of wasted airtime, in my opinion. It's a
1: filler for the end of this this episode because if this didn't happen it wouldn't change the following episode at all. I, I
0: actually honestly I actually think most of part one um could have just been like ten minutes. Could it could have been three minutes. I mean of the, of, of I feel like a lot the begin- of shows of, like of the that. beginning of I well in this two parter especially and maybe it's just because oh. the show maybe it's just because the show is designed for a very much a 25 minute, like half hour sitcom structure that uh, a lot of part one, especially just feels like wasted airtime. It could have definitely been one episode. You could have had, you could have had all the crap with, um, uh, with Al not being able to take the money out of the bank and yada, yada. You could have had that take up like the first like three minutes of an episode and then just focus the rest of it on him like dealing with stuff with the angel because that's kind of the most important part.
1: Curious. Now I'm wondering why it was in two parts.
0: Uh well it aired as a what it actually originally aired as a one hour special on uh December seventeenth. So it aired as a like uh a oh, okay special. they aired together. Yeah it aired as a Christmas special on uh uh on Fox in nineteen eighty nine.
1: Uh, uh, okay, December
0: okay. 7th Holy shit So it originally I think I mentioned this at the beginning of the episode It originally aired on December 17th Ladies and gentlemen, it's time of recording We are recording this episode on December 17th Of 2021 There you go So this we, aired that 32 years us. ago Today <laughs> This aired 32 years ago today
1: 32 Crazy. years exactly
0: Yeah, to the day um, Not the first time that has happened On this podcast either
1: no, weird, weird, that <laughs>
0: Fair, stars very weird. line up a lot here in laser film. And, <laughs> and a, a, as I, I know, I've mentioned this before, but I love weird coincidences like that. Like I'm, I'm here for it. I dig it. Um, anyway, so, too, yeah, so he lets his family down. Uh, he's, they tackle him when he comes home. They tackle him when he comes home. There's like a, um, they, they grill him about what's going on like where the presents are and he's just like no i don't have them and then uh his family is like disappointed in him and he's like trying to it, we cut away to the end of the episode where he's trying to uh put up christmas lights or he's trying to get christmas lights turned on <laughs> he makes a joke he's like hey he plugs it in and literally only one light comes on i and he's, that. Like, and he's like he's like uh and i'm paraphrasing but basically he's like you leave these goddamn things up all year round, and you need them to work one night <laughs> and this is the ne- day that they don't work just and so just, that
1: they you can turn them on one night of the year and they don't even work
0: yeah <laughs> and uh, i i love that
1: <laughs> just that, never take them I, I
0: grew up around people who just left christmas lights up all year round because they were out of laziness so i yeah i i i appreciate that
1: that's some,
0: <laughs> yeah
1: I, I feel that
0: yeah yeah um so yeah and he he's all like oh i wish i was never born much like the the uh, main character in it's uh, a, a wonderful life and uh,
1: indeed um i can't remember how he does it but he electrocutes himself
0: He electrocutes himself. He grabs a a knife because he's trying to, like, pry, I think, pry the Christmas light, like, a staple off to, like, pull the Christmas lights down. Yeah. And he ends up uh, electrocutes uh, electrocutes himself. himself.
1: And he's woken up by who I thought at first was Meatloaf.
0: No, so I looked this guy up because, um, as I mentioned, this show has a live studio audience. I don't know why I
1: thought it was Meatloaf. (laughs)
0: <laughs> the show has a live studio audience, uh, as was very common with um, with sitcoms at the time. So the crowd went nuts when this guy comes on screen, as was really common with live studio shows. Like anytime there's a noteworthy guest star that the audience recognizes, they all like start applauding and going crazy. So I'm like, I don't know who this it guy works. is, but he's obviously someone noteworthy. So I looked him up. Uh, this man's name was uh, Sam Kinnison. Uh, He actually died on April 10th of 1992 at the age of
1: 38.
0: Oh, Uh, he was uh, killed by being struck uh, head on by a drunk driver in a like head on collision by a drunk driver. So there's actually a comment that he makes. So he, he's Al's guardian angel and he makes a comment uh, at one point in the episode that, um, uh, Oh, what does he say? He mentions that. uh, 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 He mentions that, uh, uh, that he hated his, like, when he was alive, he hated his fat wife and his kids. And then he sympathizes with Al. And he mentions that on his car he had vanity plates that read hit me because he hated going home so much. And so this actor ended up this actor and stand up comedian ended up dying by being struck in a head-on collision.
1: And the character
0: here jokes about jokes about having license plates that say hit me because he hated his life so much. There's <clears throat> um mm some weird happenstance there is all that's some weird self-fulfilling yeah prophecy and uh, no
1: that's not self-fulfilling prophecy it's yeah it's good coincidence
0: it's happenstance but um but it's it it is kind of weird so he died uh just a couple of years after this originally aired um and i i had already read that at this point when it uh I'd already read about that when it came to this point in the episode. So I'm like, oof, that's uh yeesh,
1: <laughs> you, uh, ripping that's, beast, uh,
0: That that didn't uh that didn't age well. Although apparently he was a pretty terrible person in his own oh. right. He um uh he actually was like a televangelist or something and then moved into stand-up comedy. So he was a preacher and did like sermons on TV and then moved into transition from that to stand-up comedy uh, and he he made a lot of uh, misogynistic and homophobic jokes and apparently was just kind of awful to to uh, women around him so so
1: ripping pieces my dude <laughs>
0: rip, rip in pieces there you go there you go uh, so so yeah he uh, so the angel here uh, I can't remember if he's even named. I'm just gonna call him Sam. Angel, yeah, Sam. Angel. There we go, yeah. Sam.
1: In the credits, uh, he's
0: Angel Dude or something. <laughs> as just Angel, yeah. Um, so, yeah. so
1: Sam's like hey, Sam is is shitty.
0: Yeah. Speaking he's of shitty. shitty. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He, he, he's he's not a good dude.
1: Um, yeah. And In so fact, he mentions he, he's... he explains that he wants to get his wings because it's really good with the ladies, especially the girls that die young and go to heaven and I'm like uh I mean he would have only been
0: he would have only been like 35 at this point so wow fuck he was younger than I was here weird though yeah kind of weird I'm like eh that that sounds like the kind of joke you would see on a sitcom at this time fair yeah
1: Yeah. and um, what happens once he finds out it's Al that uh, this is the guy he needs to help. He screams up at God. There's a lot of screaming by this angel. I'm not digging it. And he's uh, like, get it, off your freaking Nintendo, God. It, it, it's the actor's
0: shtick. It, it, oh, it was, does he it yell was his, a lot? It, it was his comedy shtick, was that he, oh, okay. he yelled a lot. Okay, okay. So yeah. he he was just playing up his his comedy shtick. So knowing that, I'm like, yeah, okay, he's just doing his bit. Whatever.
1: You, you know when... Adults call all consoles Nintendo. Right. That's what that reminds me of. Get off your Nintendo god, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like...
0: I know someone who is our age who does that, and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you, lady?
1: <laughs> calls every console a Nintendo?
0: Yeah. That's weird. I thought it that was is. a boomer thing. Yeah. Oh, crap. She's younger. She's like your age. She's younger than I am. And she calls like every game console a
1: Nintendo that and means like, she's making a, a conscious effort to insult people that play video games. Yeah. In, in my opinion. Yeah.
0: And like even uh when I was in my early 20s I'm like I'm like that's not a Nintendo that's a PlayStation. She's like oh it's the same thing and I'm like no it isn't. Fundamentally like in concept sure they are conce- conceptually similar devices. Fundamentally but...
1: all smartphones are the same I guess. Yeah. So, In the way like, that all TVs are the same. Yeah, <laughs> so
0: let like let's let's call literally every smartphone an iPhone.
1: Oh, because of the name brand, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's kind of the person I imagine is kind of the person who would just do that anyway. Anyway, I'm not trying to, to shit talk this person because she's She's
1: all right. And I've known her for a very, very long time. Real quick to that note that you mentioned. um, Some brands replace the item that they're actually associated with. Nobody um, calls um, like uh, tissue tissue paper, like tissues or whatever they say, Kleenex, which is a brand. That is what is known
0: as a genericized eponym.
1: Oh, interesting. Which
0: I've heard Uh, uh, a sledgehammer. I, I've heard a number of people Budges our it. age who called it a generic trademark. It's like no, that's that's not the term. It's a genericized eponym.
1: Oh, they're they're close. I see. Yeah, I didn't know the term for it, but yeah, like Kleenex, they just call all Band-aid. Uh, tissue paper uh, band band aid. Band aid. Uh, I hammer. think. Is,
0: yeah, I think band aid is probably like one of the best examples of that.
1: Yeah, and I guess that permeates outwards into Nintendo. <laughs>
0: I, I I guess it does iPhone.
1: <laughs> anyway, so anyway,
0: so the the angel uh, tells Al that he's going to give him the opportunity because Al was like, "Oh, I wish I'd never been born." As I mentioned, well, let's uh, check it out. And so much like um much like the film, "It's a Wonderful Life," uh, the the angel is like, "Okay, well, let's check it out. Here you go. Walk into your house." Interestingly enough, exact same house. Uh, the furniture is pretty much the same. Maybe
1: Uh, I didn't take a good look, but like maybe slightly less gaudy,
0: (laughs) slightly less. Yeah. Um,
1: Still uh, like ugly 70s furniture. (laughs) Peggy weirdly looks like a waitress. Yeah, she's supposed to be. She's supposed to look like a 50s housewife. Yeah. But but to me, she she kind of just looks like a
0: a, a diner
1: waitress. (laughs) I can see that. Yeah. Instead of her hair being big. It's still beehive-ish, but yeah, it's kempt instead of unkempt.
0: Yeah. Uh, funny enough, they they have the exact same children, who look exactly the same. So,
1: yeah. <laughs> so that's, I, that's hilarious. I was thi- yeah,
0: I, I was thinking about that when I was watching this. I'm like, ha. Uh, but let's not take this show too too seriously. And their names yeah. are the same. Their names are the same. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, so, let's not take it too seriously. But, so, what's the deal? Uh, Bud is a nerd. Uh, he stands up for women. Uh, he faces off against bullies. He gets straight A's. He has glasses. Yeah, so <laughs> you I, know he's smart. Yeah. Smart people have glasses. Everyone knows that. Yeah. And uh, I mean, um, he, cares about, them, so. yeah, he cares about his family.
0: Yeah, he cares about his family. Kelly comes home, and Kelly... Um, you had She's, mentioned... She
1: comes home from college.
0: Yeah. You, you had mentioned like not finding, uh, Kelly hot in this show. Mm-hmm. Um, the outfit she's wearing in this, in this scene, I'm and like the way she has her hair done, I'm like, okay, nah, still Peggy. <laughs> I'm like, uh, uh, in this, uh, and I was like, wait, how old was she? When she did this episode, I need to Google she,
1: this before I can make a comment on it. I,
0: I need to Google this, and she was like in her like I think mid twenties at this point, early to mid twenties. <laughs> so I'm like, okay,
1: woo, dodge the bullet. No, uh, the uh, innocent um, schoolgirl thing, uh, unless it's a milf doing some role play, doesn't uh, doesn't do it for me. Peggy uh, wins this round too. <laughs> typically,
0: doesn't do it for me either. But I do kind of like the uh, the cute academic look.
1: Oh yeah, I, I see what you mean. This kind of like her hair is in a bow, you know. She's wearing like the she's the wearing sweater.
0: like plaid and yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, and dad comes home.
0: Uh, uh. So uh, so uh, uh, Lady Glitch, co-host on uh, her other podcast, Alphanumeric.
1: Numeric. Uh, if you're watching this, take notes. That's right. B twenty two and star on a TV show. In the early 90s. (laughs) Uh, So, so, so yeah. um, So sorry, yeah, their dad comes home, which ends up being the actor that plays, replaces Steve later.
0: So, uh, yeah, before, before we get into that, uh, Bud uh, uh, makes a comment to, to Kelly, which I did find was kind of weird. He's like, oh, are you still frigid?
1: That's not, the right term Thank, thanks for pointing that out um, yeah
0: it it, it seemed weird? really awkward i'm like one like that's a weird com like thing to talk about with your sibling anyway but like so
1: i think he meant like are you still celibate
0: that's a yeah that that's that, that, that is it's what a he nicer meant. way
1: but, but that's still weird to talk to your sister about it is oh weird. sister have you engaged in sexual intercourse with men at college yet yeah. Fuck off, you weird little creep.
0: Uh and so uh she was like, Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm saving myself, blah blah. And Peggy makes the comment that uh yeah, I saved my myself for marriage or whatever. And Al is like there with uh with Sam and he was like he was like, Oh come on. They uh uh she she was railed by the football team so much they retired her jersey number, <laughs> which made me laugh
1: oh so now i wonder if that implies and then and then
0: he makes that she's lying in this and and then he makes the comment that um uh why would anyone put up with her if she doesn't put out (laughs) Uh, but then i'm like which made again made me laugh, like actually made me laugh out loud but then also it's like okay but like a a recurring joke in this show is that you don't want to bone your wife yeah so so yeah there's so you
1: married her because she's a slut but then you don't so 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 you
0: say that no one would want uh, to be with her unless they could bone her but then you're with her and never bone her and that's a recurring joke in this show so there's a little bit of a cognitive dissonance there going on yeah um yeah, yeah. So the the dad comes home and he is played by uh, uh, Ted McGinley, who would later go on to uh, star in this show as uh, Jefferson Darcy, who ends up replacing uh, Steve, Steve Rhodes on the show after uh, the actor exits. And uh, I think he goes, I, I think the character of Steve, if I recall correctly, he runs away on Marcy and like goes and lives in the woods or something like that because he has like a mental breakdown. Oh. That's um, how they got rid of him. Yeah, he he had a few like guest appearances later on in the show where he came back and uh but yeah, I think he ran off to live in the woods was how they wrote him out of the show. But uh uh so Marcy ends up getting accident like unwittingly remarried because she gets really drunk one night and like goes home with uh this dude Jefferson and uh turns out they had a drunken Vegas wedding. Nice. Which Common sitcom joke, but uh, as someone who has been married, it's a lot more complicated to to, to do the thing than uh, TV makes it out to be. You can get um, y- you can elope in, in Vegas. Uh, it's still more of a process though. Like it's not it's not as quick of a oh, process it's not, as you've got to uh, sign as, things and you a, need as TV and, and movies make it out to be like yeah. it's not a thing you could just take care of like in an hour on your lunch break.
1: Yeah, you got to. Uh, yeah, there's still signing of papers. There's still uh, proof of.
0: It takes, it, it takes like, for me anyway, it took like a month of preparation.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Um, I actually knew people that eloped in Vegas and they were married by uh, Elvis himself. Wow. Definitely not an impersonator. <laughs> the, the, uh, the, 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 the man himself, the king, if you will. Yeah, they were married by the king, baby. And uh yeah, they did that in, like an afternoon. So kudos uh, so to them. <laughs> well, uh, are they still are they still together? Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, well, good for them. Yeah. <laughs> uh who, who who says uh love love isn't real or
1: especially I, I when it's I, sanctified I, by
0: I, I don't know where I was going with that. The King of Rock. <laughs> Uh, what run DMC? Yeah,
1: <laughs> sucker uh,
0: MCs should call me sire.
1: So, what's the the moral of the story here? Um, so basically, okay. Their, so their let, life let, is let, so good that the angel,
0: that so, the yeah, angel. So let's blow through it. So yeah. the, the, the crux of this uh this whole shtick is that their lives are actually pretty fantastic without Al, which I found quite hilarious. I'm like, oh the moral is of this story here is that oh his fa- he's actually like shit to his family and his family is worse is worse off without him. That that that's actually quite
1: amusing to is, me. He's much better off without him.
0: And that's a very, um, and I think one of the reasons why this show works so well, and was so controversial at the time, was because that is very counter to typical uh, morality of sitcoms at the time.
1: Right, I see what you mean. Like, instead of everything working out, it's just kind of like this air of light, comedic, everything's bad, but uh, you know what, they still have each other. Well and it's
0: yeah yeah there there's like a level of like uh, jovial cynicism to this show
1: that you wouldn't There see. we go jovial cynicism
0: that that you just didn't see in television at the time and it's what one of the reasons why this show works so well in my opinion So yeah so his family is much better off without him and um uh the, the Sam Angel it, Sam yeah sam it like starts bitching that oh well i'm never gonna get my wings now because I was he suppo- assumes i i was supposed to to show you why uh why your family like why you'd be better off living um uh, but i got nothing man like your family is way better off without you so i'm and never so gonna get he my makes wings the now.
1: assumption that al will choose to have never been born so that they're better off but al sam makes- laments about it
0: Al makes the choice. He's like, "No, I want to live because my family has put me through so much bullshit that I don't want to see them happy."
1: Yeah, <laughs> they put me through so much crap, and this is how they, this is how they end up without me. Put me back. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. uh, Sam is rejoiced. He's like, because... "Holy shit! I'm so glad you're such a selfish piece of shit. I get my yeah, wings. I get my wings. Woohoo!"
0: and uh yeah so uh he he wakes up uh on in in front of his front door As
1: his family is walking over his potential corpse in the over snow. His
0: potential corpse and uh he he they uh... oh earlier i i forgot to mention they decided to go to uh to denny's without him
1: oh because, because he had showed up with no presents
0: Because he had showed up with no presents and no money, but he's like, oh, well, uh, 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 Peggy is like, well, well, I have eight dollars, so that'll be enough money for uh, three of us to get meals at Denny's. And so they leave without him. But it turns out they didn't go to Denny's at all. Uh, They um, uh, they went to like, what was it? I don't know, something like the Spud House or something like that. Like the, the Christmas potato special at the Spud House. Yeah. something something like that anyway so they come back and um uh basically talk about how al has ruined christmas for them once again and peggy does her typical and this is a thing that comes up on the show a lot uh peggy does her typical thank your father kids line and they're like thanks dude.
1: yeah whenever he fucks things up uh oh yeah yeah that that's a recurring thing that I, it, I like it is that. a recurring thing yeah and as they're stepping over his potentially lifeless body they close the door and then al comes in behind right behind them yeah like they don't even leave the door open for him and when they had left earlier he was mid-conversation with them when they like closed the door yeah because it's like oh we only have enough money for three of us to eat and so al assuming he's going he's like well since i'm the breadwinner of the family i guess i get to choose who doesn't eat and and they just leave without him yeah um but yeah it's um and he comes back into the house. He grabs Bud and he's like, Bud, Bud, quick. Uh, making sure that it's actually him. What's more important, love or money? Right. Yeah, and Bud is like, oh, well, that's easy. Money. Because you can always just rent love. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, and he asks, what does he ask? Uh, he asks Kelly a question about... um Something about oranges? Oh I can't remember.
1: Uh what color is an orange?
0: And she, and her like, answer is like uh mul- Do I have multiple choices? Multiple choice. <laughs> uh and then like later Or do you on, just
1: want me to answer off the top of my head?
0: <laughs> and then, like later on, she like chime at the end of the scene, she like chimes in with something. Um excuse me. <laughs> yeah, it's uh yeah. Anyway, that that that's the episode, basically.
1: And they all sit on the couch and lament about another uh, bad Christmas as Bud does what he did at the beginning and is like got straw packages up his nose or <laughs> something, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: Thank your father, kids. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. Um, and then
1: it ends with like Sam uh, Al hearing Sam talking to God at the gates. And he's like, okay, I'm back. Open up the gates.
0: Right, right. I forgot about this. Uh, yeah, what it, what does he say exactly?
1: Um, they're like, oh, well, we need to see your... Uh... He's talking to himself as if he's having a conversation, but we only hear Sam. And he's like, what do you mean you need to see my um, my passport? It's in my luggage. You lost my luggage? Ah! And he just screams, which, as you have told me, is like that comedian's... Like
0: shtick. Yeah. He just yeah. Like, gets angry and screams. Yeah. I, I assume him bitching about uh missing luggage was probably a well-known uh I I assume it's probably like uh was schtick. a was a well was a joke. Was a, a bit that joke. he did. He yeah, had,
1: was a bit that he did. And yeah. uh that's it, it's a bundyful life, folks.
0: Christmas without presents is like Thanksgiving without pizza. <laughs> Yeah. It's a, it's a bunny.
1: I I forgot about that. Whoa, geez, excuse me. (laughs) I forgot about that.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, So, uh, so (laughs) yeah.
1: Thanksgiving without pizza.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean that I actually, as someone who works, uh, who works in grocery stores uh, during Christmas week, we sell a lot of frozen pizza, like a lot of frozen pizza. More than you would expect. So a lot of people for Christmas buy frozen pizzas. I, uh, <laughs> today I learned. I mean, uh, I myself. Oh, I'm that's
1: why they're on the end. The, the frozen end cap things. I'm like, why is there so many pizzas on the the yeah, end the, aisles?
0: People buy a lot of frozen pizzas for Christmas. Well, and as someone who is going to be completely alone this Christmas um, with nothing to do not bothering to go see my family because uh if i'm being frank they're not that important to me anyway <laughs>
1: yeah uh, i feel
0: that shout out to my family who is undoubtedly not listening to this but uh yeah <laughs> uh and yeah as i mentioned uh christmas and christmas eve and christmas day are just on my regular days off so um yeah I'm just gonna be chilling oh, right at home.
1: they're just your normal days just off. my normal yeah.
0: days off so i'm just gonna be chilling at home uh Take Probably, some
1: Christmas cheer photographs.
0: Uh, taking some selfies, maybe uh, FaceTiming with uh, Lady Glitch from the Alphanumeric Podcast, and uh, watch
1: uh, a movie. At the, syn- synchronize a movie. Watch,
0: yeah, watch it. Watch a movie. Uh, remote, maybe record a commentary track. You know that's <laughs> uh, and drink some nog. Dr- yeah, drink some whiskey and some uh, some so delicious coconut nog
1: so delicious coconut nog
0: yeah I, it's, so I delicious,
1: actually,
0: uh... it's a brand of uh uh plant-based uh dairy-free products they make a lot of uh uh dairy-free ice cream oh but okay they, but they also make uh, uh uh dairy-free milk and they have um, a holiday nog that's that's really good i like it more than regular eggnog uh it also has like a third of the amount of calories in it so, so and nog has a lot Eggnog has a lot Jeez. of calories in it. Like, uh, if you're um, a
1: fan of nog, you're gonna gain weight.
0: Yeah, eggnog. Like one cup of eggnog has something crazy, like 400, ca- like something like 400 calories in like one cup. So 250 milliliters. Like it's it, it's nuts. Whereas uh, uh, so delicious coconut nog has like 80 calories per cup. Oh, okay. So the nog man.
1: Schnog the Nog.
0: So drink that with some, uh, uh, mixed with some whiskey, you know, and, uh, that, that's well, going to be coming life. out
1: before Christmas. This, this is
0: coming out for, before. so, so what are your Christmas plans, Cal, as we're, since we're talking about this?
1: Oh, geez. Christmas plans. Um, falls on the weekend, you mentioned. Yep. Saturday. Probably next Saturday. Go see my partner's family and, um, Right. do something along those, those lines yeah um, my partner's mom is an incredibly good cook <laughs> the opposite of Peggy <laughs> and um, she always goes like over the top it's like tons of different like foods um, from different like types of nationalities of cuisine and always has leftovers always has dessert always has like sparkling <laughs> like cider of some kind so pr- oh, nice. probably that's probably like in the works if i had to guess uh but if other other than that probably yeah like watching a christmas movie um i know that grand theft auto online always has like a christmas like weekend where there's mm-hmm. snow everywhere and you can throw snowballs at each other and the traction for vehicles is absolutely god awful cuz there's snow on the ground
0: a lot of I don't know why I mentioned that.
1: that. Yeah, I don't know why I mentioned that, because like I haven't played GTA Online in like, years and years. Oh, I saw there's, there's a new chapter out for GTA Online, and Dr. Dre is in it. That's why I know that. That's why it's on my mind. You
0: know, Halo Infinite has been out for over a week now, and I still haven't played it the The campaign, I the multiplayer. Either. I haven't. The multiplayer it. has been out for over a month now, but the campaign came out on the eighth of December. But uh, uh, I was kind of occupied. What? Uh, but I, I still haven't got to it. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, may, maybe this weekend. Maybe, it's one maybe... of those things. I had nier automata like for like two years, and then when I finally played it, I was like, "Where has this been all my life?" Getting <laughs> on the shelf. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna try to get to, to Halo Infinite uh this
0: week. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um what are you doing, dear listeners, for for the holidays? Yeah, let us know in the comments when you're listening. It's probably cool watching than what we were this doing. in like <laughs> in like July of 2023 or something. Yes, like let that. us
1: know what you have planned for the holidays in July 2023.
0: Ho ho ho. <laughs> uh anyway, that was episode sixteen of laser comb podcast where we uh covered uh 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 episode 68 and 69 nice of uh married with children <laughs> uh best way to support the show go to patreon patreon.com slash lasercomb, l-a-z-o-r-c-o-m-b where if you subscribe to the ten dollar tier uh you get to pick a show for us to to do this and talk about uh we've straight we've up had- just pick yeah, you can just pick and we'll we'll cover a r we'll still uh put it through our random number generator to pick what episode it is. The rand
1: uh, the the episode is random,
0: right? The episode's random, but you can pick whatever show you want. There are, the only rules to that are uh the show has to be over and it has to be narrative based, so no reality shows, no game shows, etc. etc. Um we we've discovered some real gems so far with that, uh including Dark Oracle and Fighting Foodons. Uh Fighting Foodons especially. Uh i'm quite fond of shout out to our patron uh jared for uh for picking that show
1: and uh, I, I also I shout shocked out to, to J- how well that was written
0: also shout out to to jared in general because he he sent me some uh some heartfelt uh messages on patreon recently uh yeah. in regards to some some life stuff i've got going on uh both good and bad so uh mm-hmm. yeah shout out to him uh shout out to all our patrons really um shout out to to kay our 25 five dollar patron game sprite mode she's been with us for a long
1: time yeah Uh, thank you that we we get a little bit of the the disposable income and by we i mean the expenses that put this this out there
0: yeah the Um, the uh the uh, i'm at a point now with patreon where uh, i'm kind of breaking even So that and that's kind of all I all my goal was to where like where you can't treat it like a
1: job because it'll fail. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So now I'm like, okay, so with Patreon, I'm like, okay, I'm breaking even. So now podcasting is literally just a free hobby for me, essentially.
1: To get it get it get it out there. Yeah. Get it out there. Yeah. Maybe some young person will find this in (laughs) twenty we joke about like somebody listening to this in 2045. Yeah. yeah. Like, what the hell is Beast Force? (laughs)
0: <laughs> also, shout out to uh, uh, shout out to other patrons. Shout out yeah. to uh, Bemused Horseman. Shout out to Oh,
1: Bemused Horseman's been with us for
0: for a long time, yeah. yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, Willowberg. Shout out to uh, Lewis. And anyone else who has been a patron before or will be a patron in the future. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. And uh, Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. All of that stuff. Uh go to uh for social media, go to Facebook.com slash lasercomb. Central hub for this and all of the other shows that we do. Uh and uh follow us on Twitter. I am at Lasercomb. L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. Once again is how you spell it. Cal, you are also on Twitter, yes? Yeah, Neo Cal. N-E-O underscore K-A-L. Uh, we will be back next week with the final installment of our Christmas month, and then we're going to be taking a break from podcasting for the rest of the year. Uh, I put up a Twitter poll and uh, four choices of a show to review a Christmas episode of, just as I did with this. And what ended up coming up was this... What ended up winning the poll was the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. So I'm sorry, I
1: forgot to vote. I don't, we're not supposed I. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I, I have some alternate accounts. I could rig the process if I wanted to, but I, I, I am a legitimate journalism. Damn it, oh, I am an it. ethical. I'm an ethical podcaster here, so I, I try not to to, to rig it. Yeah. Uh, too much. I, 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 I also enjoy the like kind of
1: like throwing
0: it to the fates, essentially.
1: And it's still choosing four. So yeah, ideally, none of them are something you loathe. <laughs> Right, yeah. Uh, so Super Mario, Super, super Mario show. Brothers
0: Super Show. We'll be back with. Um, I'm not even going to bother looking up what episode it is now. I just know that there's a Christmas episode of it because I found a Christmas episodes uh, wiki, uh, wiki that lists, uh, which is what I've been drawing from for all of these, uh, all of these Christmas themed episodes. A, what a
1: gift, whoever, whoever's painstakingly. Put their heart and soul and wiki, not doing god's work doing santa's work doing right santa's work checking yeah. it twice
0: yep yeah. uh so yeah we'll be back next week with uh, a christmas themed episode of the super mario brothers super show um and uh yeah until then i've been one of your hosts christopher siege and i'm Neil Cal. and uh, until next time thanks for listening merry christmas happy holidays Happy Merry Yule, Happy Hanukkah,
1: and uh, keep your stick on the ice. Keep your stick on the ice, and uh, I hope that you have a Festivus miracle. That too, and uh, enjoy your Denny's feast.
0: En- enjoy your Denny's feast, or White Spot if you're <laughs> if you're part of my family. Enjoy your 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 White Spot uh, Christmas miracle,
1: or KFC if you're from Japan.
0: And so, uh, yeah, so you were, so you're going to, so you're going down to white spot the other day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's still running. Otherwise we would have covered it.
0: Yeah. Oh, I, I, I'm glad that you picked up on that. Yes. A uh, big fan of letter Kenny. Uh, when that show ends, you best believe like we're, we're going to be fucking probably like the week after it ends. Like we're going to be talking about letter Kenny on this goddamn podcast. If you have no idea
1: what letter Kenny is, go Google it and watch one of the cold opens.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you're you're Canadian, it's on Crave, it's produced by Crave. If you're American, it's on Hulu. So, uh if you're from elsewhere in the world, well, BitTorrent is your friend. It is. Uh anyway, bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>